Welcome to Liberty Lockdown. Please scan your barcode. Your liberty ain't gone, but yeah, it's on hold. Where did it come from and where did it go? Welcome, everybody, to another episode of Liberty Lockdown. This is Clint Russell. I am so thrilled to get to have him back in the building, kind of, metaphorically speaking. Mr. Roger Stone, this is going to be a great one. Uh, this is one of my my favorite political operatives. He is uh, he understands the game, folks. He understands it better than pretty much anybody, and he's had the game used against him. Uh, so that'll be an interesting conversation. Um, unfortunately, this is the uh, the one time of day that the sun hits at a, the right angle, so I have to keep the blinds closed. I apologize. You're going to have to look at me more than the view, which is never a good thing. Without further ado, let's bring him in. He is. An American political icon, a best-selling author, Trump loyalist, is he still? We're going to find out. Veteran GOP operative and the host of Stone Zone Live at 5 p.m. Eastern every single day, Mr. Roger Stone. Thank you. Great to be here. I love your theme music. Oh, well, thank you. Uh, I, that, that's me, actually. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I look, I'm a giant fan of a Tom McDonald. I'm a giant fan of a Bryson Gray. Yeah, um, yeah. I'm a, a giant fan of Forgiato Blow. I mean, uh, the 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 art form is not one I'm familiar with. I'm more of a Count Basie, a Duke Ellington, sure, uh, sure. you know, Cole Porter guy when it comes to music. I like some Almond Brothers, too. Uh, I like that whole Southern fried rock thing. Uh, <laughs> well, but I loved your opening music. Well, thank you so much. Uh, yeah, Bryson Gray is, is awesome. He's probably my favorite uh, rapper in the conservative scene for sure. So, um Let's let's hop right into it. I'm sure you're you're getting asked about this a lot. Uh, we have, as of most recent reporting, that Joe Biden is essentially guilty of what they raided Trump over. Actually, and I think it's far more serious. First of all, uh, unlike the president, the vice president has no authority to declassify documents. True. The documents in question uh, were being housed uh, at Biden's office uh, inside inside a foundation. Uh, funded essentially by the communist Chinese to the tune of $54 million. Now, presuming oh. that the documents were on the computers in this foundation, uh, where the largest single funder uh, is the Chinese, I think it is a safe bet to say that Biden was running the risk of uh, the communist Chinese having some of our, conceivably, as I understand it, some of our most important national security secrets. Uh, this is far more egregious uh, than the alleged uh, retention of documents by Donald Trump. He has already made the case that he has the authority to declassify anything by just, he doesn't have to sign a paper. He can take it and put it in his hand and say, this document is now declassified. I am the sitting empowered president of the United States, uh, which is quite different. Now, the media has criticized him for that. It's not clear that the fight is even over classified documents. Uh, we do know that former uh, President George W. Bush was housing tens of thousands of government documents that should have been at the National Archives at a, a furniture warehouse uh, rented by his foundation again uh, in uh, Houston. We know that Barack Obama left with 30 million uh, individual documents, uh, which he acknowledges belong to the National Archives. He promised to digitize those and re return the originals. He has not done so. No raid on his compound in Hawaii. No raid at his home uh, in uh, Martha's Vineyard. No raid uh, on their compound uh, in Calorama, uh, the part of D.C. from which they run 
the Biden administration. So uh, it is. It just shows the egregious double standard Trump is being subjected to. Look, the left is petrified of Donald Trump. They still, when they when they have nightmares about the 2016 election, they wake up in a cold sweat. Uh, this was all cut and dried. It was going to be Hillary Clinton versus Jeb Bush. The endless wars continue. The defense contractors continue to get to get rich. They continue to erode our civil liberties uh, with abuses of the Patriot Act. Uh, they go deeper and deeper and deeper and deeper into federal debt. Uh, are they? Uh, they? Uh, they? Uh, you know, have essentially a crime wave in the country caused by open borders uh, and a flood of illegal drugs uh, into the country. So uh, this is uh, this is the most horrific. Uh, uh, record uh, that we have seen. I think, I still believe that President Trump is uh, the best bet to beat uh, these people. They fear him. There's proof that he is uh, the right man. Uh, we've only had one president who uh, served uh, as president, was defeated for re-election in a disputed election, and came back to win the White House. That was Grover Cleveland, another New Yorker like Trump a conservative Democrat. Other presidents have tried, uh, 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 notably uh, uh, Martin Van Buren tried, uh, Herbert Hoover uh, tried. They could not reinflate their presidencies. Theodore Roosevelt tried, uh, all notably uh, unsuccessful. But until Trump, we never had a businessman either. Remember, they tell you, you got to be a governor, a senator, uh, or a general. Well, Trump broke that mold and he will break this mold, in my opinion. Interesting. Well, I because you you mentioned that he's able to declassify, you know, just by verbally stating it, uh, I tend to agree with you. I think that is correct. Do you have any opinion as to why Trump did not do so with the JFK files? Uh, it's a very interesting question. I mean, the, and people, are, I think, need to recognize that when uh, JFK, the movie by Oliver Stone, was such a hit that the House, uh, there was so much public pressure and interest in the discrepancies uh, in the facts we were learning about the Kennedy assassination, and to a lesser degree, the assassination of Dr. Martin Luther King, the House uh, committee, uh, on, Select Committee on Assassinations was formed, and the Congress was to re-examine the Warren Commission. Uh, and uh, when they did, they basically debunked Warren by saying uh, that there had been a conspiracy, that Lee Harvey Oswald had not acted alone, and they said uh, organized crime was involved. Well, all of that is correct, but it's only a partial piece of the puzzle. In any event, at that time, they passed a law that said that all of the JFK documents, uh, particularly the most sensitive documents at the CIA uh, and other places in the government, would be sealed until 2017. Uh, when 2017 rolled around, I called uh, President Trump and I asked him what he was going to do. And he said, about what? I said, about these documents. And he said, well, uh, I've, no one's brought this to my attention. I said, well, that's very odd. I would have thought your your national security people or your White House aides would have told you this deadline is coming up. You can either let the disclosure go forward or you have the legal authority to knock it back a number of years. It's totally up to you. He said, well, what do you think I should do? And I said, I... I don't see what would be the harm in full public disclosure at this point. The, the, the 
the uh, intelligence services are going to object to this because it's going to reveal the misdeeds on their part. When they say, oh, we can't release that because it would risk our sources and methods. Well, the sources are all dead. There's no one still in government uh, or anywhere probably in the country who was involved uh, in the events of the of that day, November 22nd, 1963, in a meaningful way. Uh, and if it reveals their methods, and their methods include killing a president of the United States, which I think there's more and more and more evidence of, they need to be released. Trump, in the end, released about 80% of the do of the classified documents. We learned a lot of things uh, from that data dump, including the CIA's closer relationship and knowledge of Oswald uh, than they had uh, disclosed earlier. Lyndon Baines Johnson's secret membership in the Ku Klux Klan when he was a House member. Uh, we uh, learned that uh, uh, the reason that the IRS never turned over Oswald's tax records is because he was getting a 1099 from the FBI. So we learned a lot of valuable things in that dump. Uh, but in the end, at the last minute, Trump, despite what he told me he was going to do, held back 20% of the documents, uh, which uh, Mike Pompeo specifically convinced him uh, would be harmful to the nation to have them released. When I asked him about this, he said, look, uh, I really can't talk about it. There's stuff there. Raj, there's stuff there that is so horrible. Uh, I, I can't even, you know, someday you'll know. Someday you'll know. And he wouldn't go beyond that. I have no idea other than to say that I think it just completes a growing mosaic that proves the Central Intelligence Agency is running Oswald. Right. Uh, you know, they are among the many entities complicit. Look, this is a murder mystery with many pieces. Those who say Kennedy was killed by the intelligence agencies, uh, the FBI, the CIA, the Secret Service, they're correct. Those who say he was killed by the mob, they're also correct. Mm. Those who say he was killed by Big Texas Oil, well, they financed it. Uh, mm. those, those who say uh, that uh, there was an attempt to blame this on Castro are correct. Uh, but the one common thread of all those groups is Lyndon Baines Johnson, Cui Bono, who benefits? Johnson, when he's the Senate Majority Leader, appoints himself to the, uh, the Subcommittee on Appropriations and Defense Appropriations, where the CIA and FBI secret uh, black box budgets are prepared. Johnson is the paymaster. He's the father of the CIA. Uh, he is uh, being paid by organized crime, Carlos Marcello, to protect their illegal gambling operations in Texas. Uh, he is uh, very tight with the mob. They have muscled votes for him in several Senate races. Uh, he is uh, he's very close to the international bankers. They hate Kennedy because Kennedy wants a silver-based dollar, gold or silver. He prefers silver. The bankers want to move into paper money and the horrific inflations and ups and downs that it has uh, done for the country. Uh, so all those key elements are involved, but the the one common spoke of this is, is Lyndon Baines Johnson. Uh, Biden now uh, it gets kicked to him. Uh, he releases a bunch of the stuff that Trump did not. Again, uh, it draws the whole Central Intelligence Agency closer and closer and closer to Oswald, but he too holds back 20%. Uh, and I think that those documents would complete this picture which sadly is the Central Intelligence Agency and other government entities were deeply involved in a conspiracy, yes, that's the word, to kill John F. Kennedy. Uh, they all had motive. Kennedy uh, had uh, crossed the, the uh, 
uh, intelligence services. They were upset with him about the Bay of Pigs and his handling of the Cuban Missile Crisis. Uh, they thought he was soft on communism. They wanted to provoke a war with Russia. Kennedy did not want war. Uh, they uh, The mob felt double-crossed. They had given John Kennedy a million dollars. They had twisted arms for him in Chicago and uh, West Virginia and other key contests in his razor-thin uh, win over Richard Nixon in 1960. He owed them uh, when he went after, when his brother as attorney general went after Carlos Marcello and uh, Santo Traficante, two of the biggest gangsters of the day who, who ran the mob, uh, respectively, in Texas, Louisiana, and uh, in Florida, uh, the mob felt double-crossed. There's their motive. Uh, the banks, you can see their motive, the silver dollar. Big Texas oil hates Kennedy because he's going to repeal the oil depletion allowance, costing them millions more uh, in uh, taxes. Uh, and look, the more we learn about uh, the, what happened that day in Dallas, the more it points to, uh, uh, you know, a, a, a plot uh, in which Lyndon Johnson is a central player. I wrote a book on this. It's called The Man Who Killed Kennedy, The Case Against LBJ. People who want it can go to stonezone.com slash shop, I think, uh, and I'll be happy to send you an autograph copy. You can get it from Barnes & Noble or you can get it from Amazon, but if you want to give your money to Bezos, be my guest, <laughs> it, won't, it won't be signed. So. <laughs> well, definitely get a signed one. That'll be a, a keepsake. Um, well, that that's a, a really great uh, summation of what we've seen. Uh, I think that the the only question I have remaining on it is, given how the deep state, the FBI, the CIA, a bunch of entities seem to have been going after Trump, why would he not want the American people to be aware that this there is precedent for them per, perhaps assassinating him? I mean, I. I personally thought that there was a distinct chance that that were that that would have happened had he won his election, and perhaps he did. Um, but I think he was assassinated electronically as opposed to physically. Uh, why why would he not want the American people to know that? Well, it's uh, it's very interesting. Uh, I mean, again, I, I think that they convinced him this was going to uh, threaten their methods and sources, embarrass the institution. I'm not. I don't know what Pompeo's arguments were. And I don't know exactly what was withheld. Um, I I do think uh, that they are uh, uh, that given these new Twitter uh, disclosures, you see how completely out of control the FBI is as a political uh, instrument. Uh, yes. And uh, you know Biden is uh, uh, he, he's barely functional. I mean, he he referred to January sixth as July sixth. I mean, it shows you how out of it uh, uh, he is. No, the, the, the huge issue for me has been lawfare. Uh, this is uh, this is where really vicious left-wing lawyers, paid more in some cases by George Soros or other left-wing groups, file completely uh, baseless, uh, substanceless, groundless, frivolous, but really, really sensationalized civil lawsuits against you. Uh, it forces you to pay a fortune in legal fees to defend yourself. I once, my wife and I, since my pardon, we have had 17 of these harassment suits. Uh, we have prevailed in six or settled one, prevailed in six, uh, and we will ultimately prevail uh, in all of them. But it's, the legal expense is just grinding, which is, of course, the whole point. In one case, President Trump and I are being sued together uh, by three Capitol Hill police officers. But when you examine it, you realize that the lawsuit is being paid for by a George Soros-funded left-wing uh, front group. Uh, 
uh, and, uh, you know, I can't have endangered the life of somebody at an event that I wasn't present and know nothing about, for yeah. example. But so, uh, look, there's not a month uh, that uh, that uh, my legal bills are not greater uh, than the amount of money that I earn from talking and speeding, speaking and writing. Uh, and uh, my wife has survived stage four cancer, I'm happy to say. She's doing extraordinarily well. Congrats. She, she has some limited uninsured uh, medical expenses that have to be continued. But thank you, Jesus. Thank the many people who prayed for us and the many people who went to Stone Family Fund. Uh, you know, I recently got back on Twitter. This was a shock to me. I mean, mm -hmm. I, I filled out a form and I sent it in. I never expected to hear anything. I didn't lobby anybody. I didn't. I didn't call anybody. I was a. Uh, I was a uh, very pleasantly surprised when my voice was restored. Uh, I have used it uh, judiciously uh, to talk about <laughs> the things I want to talk about. There's still a huge number of trolls who keep saying, "Traitor, you're a traitor, seditionist." This is nonsense. Nothing in my trial proved any Russian collusion. I was framed in a completely bogus case. Uh, and uh, look, they. They, uh, they persecuted Jesus Christ. Uh, Martin Luther King was a convicted felon. It, it's just a name calling by the left. Yeah, well, and uh, fortunately, it looks like there's going to be uh, an attempt at holding the FBI, but also the IRS, a whole bunch of these three-letter agencies that I'm not fond of to account. I wanted to actually uh, play you a video real quick and get your, your take on it. So let me pull that up. Give me two seconds. We live in strange times and confidence in healthcare is at an all-time low. Doctors are now less trusted than mechanics and rightfully so. How do you know who is right and who is knucking futs? The best way is to read Pharmacoconuts. It has been a long and ugly show watching the system demise. Patients now nothing but a pincushion to monetize. In a world where everything can make you sick, reading Pharmacoconuts to protect yourself is the trick. Pharmacoconuts.com is a family operation. Two brothers... One a pharmacist and the other an artist strive to bring you informative and entertaining articles about the current sad state of health and medicine and how you can survive and thrive despite it. This is their very first advertisement ever. Welcome to the Liberty Lockdown family. Go support these guys. They're putting out great content and great information. Um, they say that they're proud to be supporting us. Let's show that love in return. Please check out P-H-A-R-M-A coconuts c-o-c-o-n-u-t-s dot com for lots of great articles and sign up for the Substack from coconuts the most trusted nuts in news the intelligence community abused power to spy on presidential candidates a sitting president and members of congress and their staff the fbi continuously coordinated with social media companies to moderate social content the public square so contemptuous are they and out of touch when confronted with this just weeks ago, they said we were merely engaged in uh, engaging with our community partners. Leading up to the 2020 election, the FBI worked hand in hand with Twitter and Facebook to silence the Hunter Biden laptop story. Concealment from everyday Americans. They've continued to censor and silence criticism of COVID policies and vaccine mandates to the harm of everyday Americans. In 2013, the former director of the National Intelligence, James Clapper, lied to Congress about the NSA collecting data on millions of Americans, yet he's escaped a reckoning. The NSA spied on groups including Human Rights Watch and Amnesty International and other NGOs. 
FBI contractors conducted thousands of searches on NSA databases. The intelligence community spied on journalists and political opponents in clear violation of the First Amendment. It's all just illegal. It's un-American and it cannot continue. The government's massive surveillance apparatus is well documented, but there's still much more that we do not know. We owe it to the American people to reveal the rot within our federal government and cut it out so that it can no longer harm everyday Americans. Mr. Speaker, today we're putting the deep state on notice. We're coming for you on behalf of everyday Americans. That is one of the best <laughs> speeches I've ever heard. I'm not even familiar with Dan Bishop. He's a representative from North Carolina. It says there, are you familiar with him? And, and what do you think about what he had to say? He's, of course, I believe he's one of the hardy 20, uh, I believe. Uh, he is a solid man. Now look, he's absolutely right. You have a completely politicized uh, FBI. Uh, I was thinking about our earlier conversation. People don't realize this, but in essence, there has been an assassination attempt on every modern president. There was obviously one on Reagan. There was also one on Carter that was not widely uh, reported. There was an assassination attempt uh, failed uh, on Gerald Ford. Uh, there was a uh, no assassination attempt. There was an assassination attempt, assassination attempt on Nixon in Miami. Got very little coverage, but it, it's a fact. There was no assassination attempt on George H. W. Bush. Well, he was a former head of the CIA. Uh, <laughs> Shocking. Uh, we don't know if there were foiled plots against Obama or Biden or Trump, because they wouldn't tell us that. Mm -hmm. uh, but uh, I've always prayed for Trump. I always was worried that he would prove such an obstacle to the globalists and those who, uh, and the two-party duopoly that is ruining the country, that they would take him out. That's not that uh, strange when you look at recent history. It's not uh, as outrageous. Uh, when his longtime uh, personal aide, former New York City police officer, uh, and who worked essentially as his body man, uh, left. Um, and I realized that he would now be at the hands of the Secret Service and others. Um, I had some concerns, but um, he's in excellent health and he's, his energy and his mood uh, is very good. Uh, he, I think, is really wounded when he sees the destruction of the country. Uh, he built us at one time the most robust, productive economy of our history, the largest record of job growth, wage growth, lowest levels of unemployment among all Americans, young, old, black, white, Hispanics, Asians, everybody. Uh, billions moving back into the country to be invested here, create jobs here. Uh, a foreign policy that was bringing our troops home from these endless foreign wars uh, where our inherent national interests are not clear, but doing it in a intelligent way as opposed to just uh, withdrawing them as we did in Afghanistan. When Trump withdrew troops from the Middle East, we used drone technology to keep the bad guys pinned down for a period after we, to cover our retreat. The drone strikes stopped in Afghanistan the day Joe Biden became president, uh, which is why when we retreated, uh, they were able to grab $80 billion worth of sophisticated military equipment and 13 Americans died. Uh, it's, it wasn't withdrawing the troops that was a mistake. It's the way in which it was done sure. uh, that is a national tragedy. Yeah, well, and and also, you know, where those weapons end up. And <laughs> uh, I do I do want to ask you a little bit about uh, the war in Ukraine because um, I, I think that the 
I, I've already done episodes proving out the case that uh, from 2014, the Maidan Revolution, all the way up until today, we have had you know CIA activity as well as you know many trips from congressional representatives, a bipartisan push, McCain, Graham, a uh, bunch of bunch of the uh, what I consider to be deep staters that have been over there, essentially. I don't know if they if bringing the war about, but certainly not trying to prevent it. That's for damn sure. Uh, what do you think about the the underlying purposes of this war? This, this is pretty simple. We, we signed a treaty. We, the United States, signed a treaty in 1994 between President Ronald Reagan and uh, uh, and, and Premier Gorbachev uh, in Budapest, in which we agreed jointly that Ukraine would be a neutral buffer zone, that we would not pressure uh, you the, the Ukrainians to join NATO, which would have allowed us to put U.S.-funded offensive uh, uh, nuclear uh, missiles uh, pointed uh, at Russia on the ground in Ukraine. We agreed to that. This law is in violation of a treaty that we signed. The real issue uh, in Ukraine uh, is not the desire by Vladimir Putin, of whom I am not a fan because right. he's an authoritarian thug, uh, but it is not an effort for him to just occupy the country and run it as a puppet state. He actually couldn't afford to do that economically. Uh, when the Russians put missiles 60, 90 miles from our shore in Cuba in 1962, President uh, Kennedy objected. Uh, and we had a crisis that brought us to the brink of nuclear war. Uh, in this particular case, I believe that he is acting uh, defensively uh, because he does not want the missiles, nor does he want the bioweapons labs that this administration blurted out a confirmation exist and then tried to pull it back. No, there are multiple bioweapons labs in Ukraine cooking up God knows what, uh, but Putin has legitimate fear that these things could be delivered to his country the way the, the, way the Chinese virus was delivered to our country from Wuhan. Well, I think that's that's definitely a fair assessment. Um, why is it that the the American political establishment is really willing to risk world war over Ukraine? It, it seems I, as I if think, I think the war is extraordinarily profitable for some people. So, look, both parties are sadly infected with neocons, uh, and they're they're very tight with the special interests. Uh, like Raytheon, like all these other giant defense contractors. And war is very, very good for business. Sure. Uh, we also know that uh, Ukraine has been a center for money laundering. It has been a center for child sex trafficking. Uh, the There were huge fights uh, over Ukraine. One of the reasons Paul Manafort was targeted was because uh, he elected a president in Ukraine who was not friendly to the Obama and the Biden uh, and Clinton State Departments because they had a lot of money making operations going on in the state. Joe Biden blurts out that he threatened uh, the president to fire a prosecutor investigating his son. Yep. He brags about it. Yeah. But it was a legitimate investigation. He wasn't a corrupt prosecutor, as they try to say. He was uh, going to show us all that Hunter was on the payroll of the Ukrainians, which he right. was. Right. Well, and now you have uh, the more recent news of Biden once again traveling to the Virgin Islands and having a prosecutor who was going after J.P. Morgan Chase and their connections to the Epstein crime syndicate. Uh, do you think that there's smoke to that fire or fire to that smoke? Uh, I think it is, uh, you know, 
if it walks like a duck and it looks like a duck and it sounds like a duck, it's most likely a duck. <laughs> uh, they're capable of that kind of uh, a corruption. I mean, look, I was one of the first reporters in the country to write about Epstein. If you go back to my book, The Clinton's War on Women, the longest chapter in the book is about Epstein. I interviewed a number of Epstein's uh, victims. I read all of the uh, transcripts in several major lawsuits against Epstein. I uncovered uh, uh, the manifest showing who visited the island. Uh, I was among the first to report that Bill Clinton was a regular, uh, both on the Lolita Express, Epstein's uh, airplane, and on the island. Uh, this is one of the great cover-ups uh, in American history. Epstein, in my opinion, was an equal opportunity blackmailer. He worked for U.S. intelligence. He worked for Israeli intelligence. He worked for Saudi intelligence. He may have worked mm. for Dutch intelligence. He, he was a soldier for hire, and his expertise was blackmail. If you want to get blackmail evidence on a politician or, a, or a, an important person uh, for the purposes of extortion or power politics, he was the man to see which yeah. is why we will never see the list of his friends and clients. Oh, man. I, I was, that was my next question, so I'm glad you already answered it. That's sad to hear, though. Um, you, you still re refer to it as the, the Chinese virus from Wuhan, but um, based off of my, my research over the past couple of years, I'm becoming increasingly convinced that you know, R Ralph Barrick, Fauci, NIH, EcoHealth Alliance, Peter Daszak, it, it seems more and more probable that this was if not entirely, at least significantly or partially, a uh, an American operation to concoct. And then I don't know if it was intentionally released or not, but I, I definitely believe that it was a created virus. And I think that the American government was in on it. What do you think about that? Uh, maybe it's just that I like the way Trump says China. I, <laughs> I do. And there's a great song uh, where you can say, no, it's not racist at all. <laughs> they play that as the, uh, uh, as the, what do you call it? The loop. Yeah. Uh, the sample. Uh, it's really it's really good. Um, no, look, I, I, all I know is that the American people have been lied to about the safety and the effectiveness of this vaccination. Big time. Uh, people are, in fact, dropping dead suddenly. It's a horrific tragedy. It continues to be uh, concealed by the mainstream media. They, they, I mean, if you go on Twitter, now that I'm back, there's a constant flow of government paid commercials telling me to take the vaccination that it's safe and effective and I'm doing it to protect myself and my family, which is now medically, that narrative is in tatters. Doctors Malone, Dr. McCullough, Dr. Mikovits, uh, these people have all been proven to be exactly right. Uh, Fauci is a, is a mass murderer. It's very, it's very sad. Uh, he lied repeatedly about just about everything. Uh, I go all the way back to his conduct during the AIDS uh, crisis when he could simply have legalized Bactrim, an antibacterial that was very cheap. He could have saved thousands of lives of gay men. He would not approve its uh, on-label use for that purpose because he was searching for a vaccination that would make him billions. His, his self-dealing in this entire crisis is beyond belief. He and his wife have made hundreds of millions of dollars over this health crisis. This should not be allowed. Uh, and while we're at it, I'd like to see Nancy Pelosi's tax returns. If we're going to see Donald Trump's, in which we found out that he made a lot of money and didn't pay a lot of taxes because he took advantage of every single legal loophole that were created by the very people who released his taxes, uh, then now, but he's done nothing whatsoever wrong. Uh, if you made a lot of money, you didn't pay much in taxes because you have 
a good accountant and you adhere to the law, that doesn't make you look dumb. That makes you look smart. I don't want yeah. a president who purposely overpays his taxes. <laughs> so, uh, but I think we should see Mitch McConnell's uh, tax return. I think we should see Nancy Pelosi's. These people are in jobs paying six figures, yet they're worth tens of millions of dollars. In Nancy Pelosi's case, she's worth more than $154 million. Uh, and Mitch McConnell, good old Mitch McConnell, he's worth a mere $54 million. Oh, my God. Now, I met him when he was a Jefferson County judge. He was penniless. Uh, and he's only been in politics his entire life. How did he make $54 million? I think the people need to know this. Yeah, well, I I think uh, the reality is we already know the answer. They, they're they able to inside trade. I mean, it, it probably goes deeper. There's probably... Um, you know, actual bribes and payouts and things like that. I, I don't know if those hit the tax returns, but just in terms of the ability to inside trade, I, Nancy Pelosi's family in particular has just made an absolute killing after they're off of their knowledge of bills that are about to be passed, largesse that's about to be rolled out to their friends and, and they get to front run the market. How, how is it that that continues? Do you have any well, opinion? Let us hope under the new leadership in the House, it will be reformed. I mean, Jamie Raskin and his federal judge wife, who as a State Department official was involved in the illegal unmasking of Mike Flynn and others, they had a $3 million gain uh, from the stock market that they just forgot to uh, report uh, on their report. Uh, yet he's going around questioning the morality and integrity of others. Jamie Raskin, I mean, please give me a break. Yeah, no, it's ridiculous. So do you think that uh, that cooler heads will prevail? I, I, I talked to you about a year ago, and it was very, very early in the Russia-Ukraine crisis, but it has obviously persisted into the winter. Um, I think that many of the, the better reporting tells me that Russia is, in fact, winning this war and, and inevitably will do so. However, uh, it's it appears that U the UN, uh, or NATO, rather, along with the West and America, are all in to eternally fund this thing and escalate it towards uh, World War III. How do you think it plays out? Uh, look, I, I'm very concerned about that. Uh, it is absolutely clear that Vladimir Putin cannot lose this war at home. You have to assume that he has his own political pressures, the right-wing generals in his country pushing him to use his nuclear capability if he has to. God forbid uh, that that is the beginning of World War III. Uh, we are sending very, very sophisticated uh, equipment uh, to the Ukrainians. Uh, I disregard all of the war news I get because uh, I, I don't know who's winning and who's losing. I, I kind of, my BS detector is really up on a lot of things that I read. Uh, I generally like the New York Post, but they're all in for Ukraine, I think, because of the constant bombardment of the media, of the mm -hmm. mainstream media. Most Americans, even most Republicans, uh, uh, are pro-Ukrainian uh, and they uh, and they really think that uh, Clinton is, pardon me, uh, that uh, that uh, Putin is a bad guy. Uh, yet uh, there's a growing number of people who don't understand why we spent $100 billion on this. We have 370,000 homeless veterans in our own country. Uh, we, have a, we have a drug and crime crisis uh, in the country. So uh, I think over time, if the war does continue, and it will, uh, and hopefully it does not veer off into a nuclear conflict. But uh, the carnage, the killing, the attacks, the bombings, this is going to continue, sadly, uh, because the deep state has epically deep pockets. And uh, look, they'll just go to Mitch McConnell and Joe Biden. We need another 45 million. We just gave them Patriot missiles, which is a Raytheon Bush money-making uh, uh, deal. Uh, 
on top of be, making them even more lethal. Uh, who knows how deep the well is? We're well over $100 billion. I think we're closer to 145. Zelensky shows up. He's wearing a sweatshirt to Congress. How, <laughs> how embarrassing. How disrespectful. You, you well, and, and a Ukrainian flag in our in our House of Representatives. Incredible. I mean, he, wears a, he wore a jacket and, and tie to the World Economic Forum, but he can't dress up to do it to speak to a joint uh, uh, session of Congress. And we've already given him one hundred billion dollars. It, it's uh, really disrespectful. But then he's an actor. He's playing a role. Uh, right. He's a front man for oligarchs and other power brokers uh, in Ukraine. Look, there's nothing wrong with being an actor before you're a president. Reagan was an actor. It's only bad if you're an actor who's been hired by a bunch of oligarchs to play a president. I think, exactly. that, I think that's what we're dealing with here. Yes, exactly. He's got stage presidents, but he has no soul, and that's a problem. Um, I, I did want to ask you briefly about uh, January 8th versus January 6th. Do you have any insight as to, I mean, I, I think that uh, there's, I, I had early reporting on the ground that there has been CIA action in Brazil Um Obviously, the Brazilians feel, uh, the Bolsonaro supporters in particular, feel as if their election was stolen, very similar to the Trump supporters. Obviously, the cognates and the comparisons and the analogies are being laid at Trump's feet, which I think is absurd. Um, but do you have an opinion as to, to well, what's transpired? First of all, I've never been to Brazil. Uh, I, don't sure. know, I don't know the Bolsonaros, and, uh, uh, but I was a supporter. I liked what he was doing in his country. Right. Uh, remember that the current president, uh, Luna, was convicted of, uh, of epic corruption and was legally barred from being president, with, except for the, the Supreme Court uh, removed that barrier. How much more political can you get than that? Uh, I uh, did not follow the election closely. I did notice on election night uh, that, uh, that Bolsonaro carried every uh, region of the country with the exception of the Capital District, but in the Capital District, uh, he lost so convincingly that he very, very narrowly lost the president. See, I also saw, I noted on election night, a very large number of, of votes disallowed with the largest group of them in the capital region mm. where Luna had full control. Is that evidence of election fraud? No, it isn't. It's right. something that, in my opinion, just from afar, requires uh, you know additional study. But I can see if all those things are true, uh, why the Bolsonaro supporters would believe the election was be stolen was stolen. It's not a tactic, or this is the basis on which they believe that mm -hmm. uh, it was. It was closer than I thought uh, it would be. As far as uh, what happened on uh, the eighth, um, again, everything I know would be anecdotal. Uh, sure. Some say that the building was unsecure. Uh, some say that it was uh, a setup. Uh, I see that people have now been been arrested and incarcerated. So there's been a government crackdown. I don't know uh, enough facts to know uh, whether this uh, uh, was similar to what happened in January 6th, where very clearly the role of the Capitol Hill Police, the FBI, the Department of Home Security has not been fully disclosed to us. Yeah, no kidding. And uh, I wouldn't expect you to have a, a firm opinion on Brazilian, ele uh, Brazilian elections. Uh, the reason I ask is because um, what, what strikes me as novel or new is that throughout your lifetime and mine, it has been more more often than not, it has been left-leaning politicians who have been overthrown, particularly in, in Latin America and the global South. Uh, and many people believe by our CIA. 
this appears to be the inverse where everyone, you know, every major news rag out there is rallying to the defense of Lula and calling for the immediate prosecution of Bolsonaro, who is uh, apparently living in Orlando right now. Um, I'm just curious if you think that that is that demonstra demonstrating the, the shift in the... Well, I, think, I think it's very important to understand that prior to this election, that, uh, that Bolsonaro controlled no branch of government. In mm -hmm. other words, he had a hostile Congress, he had a hostile Supreme Court, he had a hostile uh, military. Uh, only the state police, in essence, were loyal to Bolsonaro. Uh, and the fact that they changed the law to allow Lula to come back was a proof uh, of their intentions from the beginning. Uh, I've not seen any evidence that ties Bolsonaro to any wrongdoing on the 8th or any other day. I think that is a leap. Uh, I think he fled the country because he realized these people would kill him uh, if necessary. Uh, he cannot control all of his supporters. Uh, there was civil disobedience immediately after the elections. Uh, there are, the tensions are high. I just explained to you why Bolsonaro's supporters believe the election was stolen. They mm -hmm. just allowed, I think it was 15 million ballots, don't hold me to that, but there were millions of ballots not counted uh, without explanation. Wow. Uh, and they appear to have been in the areas that Lula controlled. Again, that's not proof, uh, but it's, it is what fuels uh, the the opposition. Uh, I understand that uh, Steve Bannon and uh, uh, the uh, his uh, associate uh, who runs uh, uh, Getter uh, mm -hmm. were, uh, were involved in, uh, uh, in advising Bolsonaro, but I don't even know that firsthand. Okay. Well, then I'll, I'll leave that one there. Um, I've never heard anyone uh, really get your deep dive on Klaus Schwab, and I have a 30-second clip from him uh, recently, so let me run that for you real quick. History is truly at a turning point. We do not yet know the full extent and the systemic and structural changes which will happen. However, we do know that global energy systems, food systems, and supply chains will be deeply affected. In times of crisis, the role of governments is more important and more relevant than ever. What is also needed is a summit like this one to go beyond crisis management and to look into constructive ways we can build our common future. What do you think about that guy? <laughs> this guy's right out of a James Bond movie. I mean, he and, he and his sidekick, Yuval Harari, oh. whatever his name is. I yeah, mean, no, Harari. Yeah, this is, a, this is a comedy. This is out of a movie. I mean, first of all, the heavy Henry Kissinger accent. Secondarily, lay out your agenda right there for the people. You will no longer have freedom and you're going to like it. You will own nothing and you will like it. You will eat Z-bugs. No, I'm not eating your bugs. <laughs> you get that. Not happening. Uh, but th th look, this is where globalism has gotten you. This, these people have access to huge amounts of money. They have uh, they have trained a series of young political leaders uh, uh, like Justin Trudeau, who, by the way, I do think is the illegitimate son of Fidel Castro, but who is a, a dictator, a fascist, uh, you know, thug, uh, authoritarian dictator, destroying the great democracy of Canada. Yeah, uh, big time. Uh, I mean, it is. Uh, if you want to see what's going to happen in the United States, 
just watch Canada. They're just ahead of us. Uh, and uh, there is a there was a vaccine mania in that country, uh, which are really they now seek to take all uh, firearms away from their populace. This is a pretty rural country. Uh, a lot of hunters, a lot of people using guns for their own personal protection. This is a wild country, uh, mm -hmm. but they seek to essentially disarm the people of Canada. So uh, Klaus Schwab, who, by the way, did make my worst dressed list, my international worst dressed list. You can go to rogerstone.substack.com and check out my 14th annual best and worst dress list. This is a tradition I've now done for 14 years. Uh, I have Klaus Schwab's uh, outfit at the beach. Some people have argued that that's not him. Sure looks like him to me. But even if it's just his Nehru jackets when he does the whole Dr. <laughs> o thing for the, you know, in these videos, these guys, uh, all they do by laying their agenda out there, millions and millions of people are being woken up. People know who he is. People know what he's up to. People understand that this, uh, this, this pandemic was uh, most likely planned. Uh, they understand the effort to control people. Uh, through uh, the virus, uh, through the uh, injections, uh, it, it is a it is a, a magnificent uh, uh, development that we now have all the evidence that proves this whole thing was a dangerous scam. Yeah. Yet they continue to, to cling and continue to push what is now a completely debunked narrative, uh, as if they're oblivious. So, on Twitter, you read numerous stories disproving the safety or reporting on the sudden deaths of people who took the vaccination. You can read them in between the CDC and HHS ads telling you to take the vaccination if you know it's good for you. Your tax, your tax dollars at work. It's incredible. It's such a such a weird time to be alive. You have the competing narratives because of all those great doctors who have finally been given their voices back that are just obliterating the the uh, you know narrative from the White House and everybody else. Um, I'll, I'll get you out of here on this. Oh, by the way, I wanted to thank you for adding Alex Stein. He's a buddy of mine uh, to your best dress list. I know that meant a lot to him. Um, yeah, he, he's he's a great guy. He's very funny. Uh, he's so funny. Uh, he's uh, very knowledgeable about. Uh, conspiracies against this country Indeed. conspiracy has been you know given a negative connotation oh you're a conspiracy theorist we actually know that that term was invented by the fbi uh and put out uh by telex to all their bureaus that anyone asking questions about the kennedy assassination and exactly. putting out discrepancies for the fact for example the fact that oswald has no powder burns on his chest or his arms uh on when he's inspected after his arrest we're, uh, but we're supposed to believe that he fired a leaky $29 Carcano rifle that afternoon. That makes no sense. But if you say that, the FBI is supposed to say, oh, he's a conspiracy theorist. Right. The sad thing is when all these conspiracies turn out, not all of them, but many of them, yeah. turn out to be true. Yeah, no kidding. Well, I'll, I'll get you out of here on this. Um, the, the, the new Republican House is taking control uh, after a big fight to get McCarthy as Speaker. Um, I think that the the Freedom Caucus 20 that that held out did us all a, a service. Matt Gates earned a lot of respect from me. Uh, I'm just curious if you think that we will see Fauci, the FBI, um, any of any of these investigations actually show dividends. Will we actually see punishment for any of these people? Well, that that question now lies in the hands of about 20 individuals in the House, which is the good news. I said all along that the red wave would become a pink drizzle. This did not surprise me. Uh, America First candidates were undercut by Kevin McCarthy and others, Joe Kent in Washington State, 
J.R. Majewski in Ohio, Laura Loomer uh, in Florida, uh, Mike Crispy uh, in New Jersey. Viable candidates were undercut by the rhinos. Mm-hmm. Uh, and in the end, had we won by 25 seats or 35 seats, a huge majority, uh, Kevin McCarthy would have waltzed into office. Uh, the rules would have been the rules that he wanted, which were not the rules or priorities that we wanted. Right. So I think a band of patriots uh, hung tough. Uh, Matt Gates is a riverboat gambler. He's a very smart, savvy guy, served in the Florida House before he served in the U.S. Congress. He knows the rules and procedures. I think he played his hand brilliantly. Me too. Uh, he used the leverage that he had with this slim majority in the House to get enormous concessions from McCarthy in terms of committee appointments and operating procedure rules and priorities. We're going to deal with some of the really big issues like spending and debt, which the Congress is Republicans talk endlessly about, but never actually do anything about them. Mm-hmm. Uh, we won't have these kind of $1.6 trillion spending extravaganza at the end that is given to people an hour before the vote. Here, we need this money. It's beyond belief, beyond belief. Yeah. Well, that's that's more hopeful than I was expecting. So I'm glad to hear it. Let's end on a positive note. Uh, go ahead and tell people where they can uh, follow you, support you, everything else. So I do a daily show called The Stone Zone. You can see it at stonezone.live. Uh, at 5 o'clock Eastern, 4 o'clock Central. Go to stonezone.live. Uh, we are hosted on the uh, on the uh, Frank Speech website. You can also see us on Rumble, on Telegram, on Twitter, numerous uh, other places. Uh, today, our show is, uh, uh, is uh, uh, going to be uh, focused around the bump stock decision. Ralph Cargill joins us. Uh, Angela Stanton King joins us to talk about uh, attacks on uh, pro-lifers tomorrow alex jones will be on the show so, hey check it out it. i love it well i will not be missing that one for sure um thank you again roger i, I seriously i have i've enjoyed watching you for a, a very long time and i've enjoyed uh your political cunningness i guess you would say uh it's rare to see someone who actually shares many of my beliefs that is is a political operative at the highest levels and you've done it brilliantly so thank you again well, thank you. I'm nothing if not resemble, uh, resilient. You can follow me at stonezone.com uh, where I write and post videos and so on. You can watch the show again at stonezone.live at five o'clock today. Thank you very much, Clint. Great to be back with you again. It was a pleasure. Uh, if anybody wants to support my work, go to libertylockdown.locals.com. We will be back shortly. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. Just wanted to thank you for the continued support. If you would like to do so, um, Go to toplobster.com, pick up a shirt, Liberty Lockdown. We got all the coolest merch in the game. And uh, just wanted to remind you guys one more time, January 17th, just a week away. Is it a week away? Yeah, I guess it is. Wow. Wow. Myself and Top Lobster will be on Timcast IRL. Do not miss it. Hundreds of thousands will tune in live. Millions will listen eventually. Oh, it's going to be so much fun. I don't know how I'm going to censor myself since I've been on rumble for the past week i feel like i'm telling the truth too much so that's going to be challenging but um i think you guys will enjoy it and uh tomorrow night actually i will be doing an ama over on locals if you want to come in on stream with me chat it up about what i should be talking about on timcast that'll be fun uh, all you got to do is become a supporting member over at libertylockdown.locals.com continue to leave those five star reviews and most importantly hit a like hit a comment hit a subscribe and uh, if you're watching on rumble definitely subscribe because uh if I can get up there 
in numbers because it's a relatively new platform. I could potentially become one of the biggest shows on there or on here if you're watching it here. Uh, thank you guys again. We'll see you soon. Welcome to Liberty Lockdown. Please scan your barcode. Your liberty ain't gone, but yeah, it's on hold. Where did it come from and where did it go?